0: Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to episode 28 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara, And this is our 28th episode of Talk Direction and it is now five days after christmas or yeah right five days yeah it's the 30th it's the 30th new year's is tomorrow how was your christmas cruffies and did you get any 1d stuff
1: i or what did you get not but i got the number one thing on my list which was this like moon lamp thing that's like this like moon and it's highly highly realistic i think it was actually like models you know so all craters are in place and everything whoa um it's for ages like six and up um so you know i'm in that demographic Mm -hmm. um and it's really cool because i have it in my room now and there's a remote control and you can like control the the lunar phases and it just really you know like makes the ambiance of my room like really just what i wanted to be and i was just i couldn't be happier and also my mom Bought me bought me these like really cool like Crayola like um, marker no not markers they're like w- like paintbrushes but they have like the pa- it's like really cool and my mom was like I'm gonna I was gonna give these to your like four year old cousin but I thought you'd be like better suited <laughs> for them so that was really exciting um, so I had a really good Christmas um, I have a question are you more yes. of, like a New Year's not New Year's are you more of a Christmas Eve type of gal or are you more of a Christmas Day type of gal because like I feel like there's like very distinct like ambiances for each of them
0: Um, a Christmas Eve in my house is usually pretty crazy because we usually haven't gotten the Christmas tree until that day (laughs) because all of us want to be there did I say this last week I think so but like we all want to be there to get the tree. Yeah. And then we all want to be there to decorate it. So mm-hmm. we end up decorating it, like once everyone's come home from university mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. And so we actually we started at like eleven thirty at night oh this year. God. And it goes over into Christmas pretty much. We also That's have nice. to wrap everyone's presents and like my mom needs help and we're all just sort of out and there's not like much that we do mm. celebration wise, except like we have music on and like we're all sort of busy. So I would say new I mean Christmas Day mm. is like more big in my house and like that's mm. what i like more and it's mm. just exciting and stuff that's interesting
1: i'm more of a christmas eve type of gal i just feel like i like when celebrations are in the evening and it just like the in- anticipation mm. um i don't know i just really like the christmas eve vibes but um how was your christmas day
0: my christmas day was good mm-hmm. I got the One D official calendar for twenty. It's huge. I it did really not expect is. that. It's like life
1: size, not really. But could you imagine if they had a life size oh calendar? Oh
0: my god! Do you remember
1: like in like those like teenage magazines where they yes. did like life size like Zac Efron posters?
0: Yes. Um, those I think are the we best. still have those in my. Oh brain. my god! Yes, <laughs> we have a bucket of old magazines. That's, That's pretty beautiful. great. But yeah, my new I mean god. I know I keep doing that. My Christmas is good. Yeah. And yeah, what else? I don't think I got anything else one D related, but it was a good Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to hear. Yeah. And so coming into twenty sixteen, we're next next day, tomorrow (laughs) is New Year's Eve. And do you have any resolutions for next year? So I always, like,
1: go into this with, like, the best intentions. And, like, in my journal, I was looking and, like, I saw that I had all these New Year's resolutions. I I went through with one of them. Um, none of the other ones. I had a, a solid five. I went through with, like, one. But that's okay. It's, you know, one out of five isn't bad. So I th- I'm thinking, like, sort of just, like, going with, like, um, sort of a vague concept that can't really be broken. I'm just trying to, like... This is really cliche and lame, but I like feel like I want to like be more open and honest with like my friendships and relationships. Just like, you know, keep things out in the open. I feel like that's a good resolution to have because I hate when people like bottle things up and like don't, and just sort of like shady, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like I've been having trouble with that. You've
0: totally been shady to me this past year I'm actually. I'm just always shady. I'm looking forward to you being open in our, <laughs> in our friendship. I think
1: I'm actually, am a pretty open person, but, um. I would like to continue that for that's
0: a good one because that like, one's yeah. not like super pressurized yeah exactly because
1: <laughs> like I feel like the whole thing with like resolutions is if you break it you feel so defeated and like yeah I don't know I, I that's why like, I hate goals yeah
0: like don't make me make a goal for myself yeah but that's why I was on the crew team yeah before for two years and the the coach would always be like, okay, what's your goal for this one? What do you want to beat?" And I'd be like, I just want to do my best. Yes. <laughs> I
1: <Like, laughs> took a good like, time. He'd like
0: stop asking me because he knew. <laughs> yes. Like I wasn't going to give him a time that I wanted to beat.
1: Oh, oh, like time-wise. Yeah, time-wise. Oh, I like, like I hate that that. that. that you just did like, I want to do my best. Yeah, because you know? it was
0: I... never about the time for me. Kinda. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's always just about, you know, the experiences you have along the way, the friendships <laughs> you cre- curate, you know? Curate.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me... I feel like I want to, um, I don't know, be, just be more, like, have more, like, self-care. Yeah. And, like, to make myself more positive about things. I don't know. To, like, not, I don't know, to, like, plan ahead and, like, make sure I'm on top of things. Yeah. And I want to do a 100 push-ups as well in a row. (laughs) So that's a goal. But it's, like, all sort of worked into like, I don't know, like, building up, like, doing it for myself. Yeah. Because I like working out, but I like working out, like, in a, in a, like, it has to be in a very specific way. Yeah. Like, it has to be about, like, being strong and being positive for yourself. And that's what I want to do more of. Yeah. Um,
1: I feel like it's really hard to find, like, um, like, even, like, videos online that are, like, all based, like, on, like, positivity and, like, but like strengthening your body and not just like oh lose like weight and yeah. like you know like get the best legs you can like yeah. like you know like i just i don't like that kind of mentality when it yeah. comes to working out there's
0: someone i follow on instagram melissa whitelaw who like i feel like really she's like super fit yeah but and she's not like a workout person she just does it she's yeah. not like that but she just like really motivates me because it's so much about like being positive for yourself and stuff yeah. and like that's what i'm about
1: yeah, I just I feel like the bo- like the human body is so cool and, like, can do so many things. And the fact that I just, like, lays around <laughs> sort of, like, depresses me. Because I feel like I should at least, like, do a handstand you once in my life. You should
0: do the freaking 100 push-up challenge with oh me. My... I literally can't even do half a one. You like, start I even... off, you have to, it's like this thing. You start off with, like, three a day or, like, 20. whatever. And, like, you build up until you can do 100. That's amazing. I just want to be able to say I can do 100 push-ups. Can yeah. you imagine?
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like I remember you saying like, "What a great party trick!" Like, just like, <laughs> whooping that out at dinner party. Honestly. Yeah. Uh,
0: but you know, those are the goals. Yeah. But no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. Um. And then, what do you? What are our New Year's traditions that we have?
1: Um. I like how you asked it, like as if like I did something. You know. Yeah. But um. I don't get you. I don't know what I was trying to say there, but yeah, me and Caitlin always hang out on New Year's. This has been like a tradition since
0: how many years ago
1: i want to say a like long long eighth time ago grade probably like yeah. a really long time ago <laughs> and it's like it used to it started out like um like our group of friends and that like has been that way for a long time but last year it was just me and caitlin but it was like really cool and nice and it's not like,
0: because we didn't invite them no <laughs> they no. just had better plans yeah i.e being in like california and yeah. canada and yeah. stuff
1: yeah Um, So it was just me and Caitlin hanging out, you know, playing some board games and like watching 1D on. I I don't know if 1D was on, but um, whatever. We were just like, you know, having a grand old time. Like we always like eat a bunch of food and just like hang out. And I feel like those are the like best times. Like you don't have to have any like um, expectations, you just, like, kind of chill and just, like, have a fun time, and, like, I feel like that's, like, that's why I love New Year's, because it's not, like, sometimes Christmas can be a little disappointing, because you have so many expectations, like, built up, and you're, like, it has to be, like, the best Christmas ever, and, like, Mm -hmm. I just have to feel so jolly and festive, and, then like, when you don't, like, feel, like, the Christmas magic, if you will, like, Mm -hmm. you just, like, kind of feel, like, sad, but, like, with New Year's, it's just, like, a chill time, and it's, like, there's nothing to, like, you have to feel, so, like, I just, that's why I like it.
0: Yeah, that was good. I like our New Year's traditions. Yeah,
1: we'll probably post some pictures.
0: Yeah, and we'll tweet along to 1D. Yeah. Um, and then, what can we look forward to in the new year, do you um, think? I think that...
1: I feel like we're probably going to get Zayn's um, single probably soon. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're probably going to get some like uh, concrete 1D plans for the break, like the boys' plans for the break. Um, so that will be fun to, like, know, mm-hmm. like, what they're doing. Um, yeah, I don't know when that will happen, but I'm, I'm sure it's probably the beginning of the year somewhat.
0: Yeah. I think we're going to start hearing news soon. Yeah. And I think from us at Talk Direction, you're just going to get a whole bunch of fun episodes. So true. We're just going to keep going all through the break. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move into news. Um, our first news story is that Louis turned 24 on the 24th, which is... What is that called? Golden what? birthday, I think. Golden birthday. There you go. Maybe it's not, but I like that. Sure. So. That's <laughs> now what it's it is. called now. Yeah. And so that's cool. I can't believe he's 24. That just seems so insane to me. I know. Because he started 1D when he was 18 or like X Factor and stuff. <sighs> now he's 24. Like 24 is like proper old. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because like I remember like when he turned 22, he was like, 22, that's old. And yeah. like... I'm gonna be 22 next year. And like, it seems pretty old to me. And not I mean, like,
0: not like real, not, not like old, old, but like, yeah. it's just, it's definitely you're becoming an adult. Yeah. Cause I remember like, like
1: when I was like probably 16 or like 14 or something, I was like, you know what? When I'm 21, I'm gonna have my whole life together. <laughs> and let me tell you, you're not going to, young Kara, if you're listening to this, um, or any 16 year olds, like, you're not gonna have your life together. And that's like fine. Like, mm-hmm. I always see those things where it's like, when I like, um, when i was younger i thought like people in their 20s like were adults but like now you definitely know that they're not because mm-hmm.
0: yeah but yeah 24
1: that's exciting
0: and there was also some cute pictures of him and his family celebrating christmas lottie his younger sister posted a picture of like the whole family opening presents and it was just really cute
1: yeah and it was really cute to see it's
0: just like let the boys be with their families you know so true Um, And then our next story is that One Direction was on BBC Radio 1 on Christmas. They had, like, different pre-recorded segments um, with different, uh, like, singers and artists and stuff, and One Direction was one of them. And each boy had a little bit of a segment. And we're going to link the link that you can hear each of their segments.
1: I'm really confused, though, because, like, I know they're pre-recorded, right? Because, like, they had like, a, they had, like, a teaser a couple days ago. But mm-hmm. then they acted like it was Christmas Day because yeah. they were, like...
0: They were joking around, I think. Oh,
1: okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so let's just go through each of their interviews. So I'm going to go with Niall first. Yes. And he was... They, like, talked about different things. I thought they were pretty good interviews. I thought they they were were interesting. I loved Niles. Like, I was dying. Like, oh, man. I know. So, um... Oh, so they were talking about um, what their traditions are for Christmas, each of the boys. Yeah. And Niles said that... And I like Niall was like, oh, pretty much everyone does the same thing. And then, like, he goes on to say something that doesn't happen like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to everyone. Um, but he was saying, like, the night before Christmas, he and his friends all go and, like, have pints in Ireland. And everyone, like, comes back and, like, they all hang out at the pubs or whatever, which I thought was nice. Yeah, that's really cute. Um, and then the next day, like, the families get together and open presents and sit and eat and sleep. Are you one of those families that, like, has a Christmas lunch? Or, like, a Christmas dinner. Because Niall was saying, like, oh, they eat and then they go to sleep at 7. And I'm like, well, our Christmas dinner didn't even start till like, 8 o'clock. Like, we eat. Like, like our big Christmas dinner is at night. But I feel yeah. like a lot of people's is, like, at 3 in the afternoon or earlier. or something. Oh, I feel
1: like we do that for, like, Thanksgiving. But, like, for Christmas, we usually have it at, like, I think it was, like, six thirty or 7. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we used to do the whole, like, Christmas early dinner thing which is like i don't know like where that comes from slash why people do it but like um i
0: don't know if it's like an american thing because i never knew about that until like oh i think it's like um, people started doing
1: i know it. like maybe it's an i don't know like, but like i know obviously it's not it. just american yeah nile
0: does it yeah so. <laughs> i don't know like we always have our thanksgiving and christmas dinner like at night night mm-hmm. um and then when asked what a good present would be nile said funky socks I literally died at that. The way he said it, he was like, I'm a man of a funky sock. (laughs) And I was like, me too, Niall. Funky socks are great. Yeah,
1: I know. I'm wearing boring black ones. Caitlin's wearing ones with like a 3D pig on them. And they're like fuzzy (laughs) socks. I will post a picture (laughs) on our Twitter. Except one of them
0: striped because I stepped in dog poo. Yeah. That was a little bit of a... Trauma. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, but he was also talking about how like when you go home after a little while you start getting like a bit restless and yeah. like after two days you're yeah. just like okay like what am I supposed to do? Yes. Do you
1: feel that way? Well? I totally relate it it's so crazy because like he's in like the biggest boy band in the world and like we're just like college students but like those are like the exact same like feelings because I haven't like seen anyone actually wait no yeah i haven't seen anyone other than my family in the past couple of days and i've been kind of like confined to my home because yesterday there was like ice on the roads and stuff so like i've just been watching a bunch of x-files and like i've been feeling it's so like just trapped in like cabin mm-hmm. fevery, and I just like need human inter- interaction so I'm so glad we're recording right now because I probably would have gone insane if I had to like stay another day in my room just like trapped and like watching Netflix but mm-hmm. um yeah I can totally relate Niall
0: <laughs> yeah I think like that's what just happens like when you come back to your house like yeah after especially like I could imagine for him he's been everywhere and has had so much freedom and yeah. then like going back to your house like especially like I don't know just being Trapped a bit feeling.
1: Yeah. And in college, like, you can just, like, walk down the street and, like, see all your friends. But, yeah. like, now it's not really like that because, like, my friends, like, live all over the country. hmm So.
0: Um, and then when asked what his favorite number one single ever was, he said Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon, which reminded him of, like, all the festivals he used to go to uh, when he was, like, 15 and, like, karaoke nights when he'd sing that song. And I think it's just so interesting to hear people in the U.K., and ireland talk about uh like being a teenager because festivals is like such a huge thing mm-hmm. but like for us in america like we didn't really there's festivals but they're not accessible excess, yeah. they're so
1: expensive and they're like um they're like really far from us like none yeah. really happened on the east coast yeah I mean they do but like they're literally like five hundred dollars and like yeah but like for them teenagers
0: just go like yeah. how do they just go I think they're like cause
1: I mean also like the UK is really small so you can like yeah. get there really easily but like the United States is like huge so mm-hmm. <sighs> sad times
0: so that's cool have you heard that song before
1: yeah and it reminded me of middle school cause I remember like that was like when it was like big mm-hmm. um I yeah. probably
0: recognize it if I heard it, but I don't know it by the name.
1: Yeah, I feel like they covered a Kings of Leon song, but I can't remember what it was. It wasn't this one, I don't think.
0: Oh, One Direction did? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember what it was. I'll have cool. to look for it. Um, and then Niall also said his favorite band was the Eagles. And there was like this funny little bit about how <laughs> the person also said that Liam's, the person who was interviewing them said that Liam also chose. Um, the Eagles as his favorite band and I was like, that is so random. I bet he just made that up on the spot. Like, yeah. He knows about two Eagle songs and one of them's Hotel California or whatever. Like, he was really upset. He was pissed,
1: man. Like, I've never seen, like, Niall so flustered. He was, like, trying to, like, keep it cool, but, like, you could tell he was pretty pissed. Like, I bet he, like, texted Liam's like, so, Eagles, <laughs> huh? Like...
0: Which <laughs> is so funny. Oh,
1: I also remember the song they covered, You Somebody. I'm pretty sure it's Kings of Leon. Oh, yeah,
0: but, yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, apparently Niall went to his first Eagle concert at four years old, which is crazy. That so is like, crazy. he's been a fan for a long time. Like, He yeah. seems like a proper fan. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not like Liam. <laughs> um, and then when asked what uh, song he'd been obsessed with as of late, he said Adele's Hello. Mm. Um, and he's like, she came in and smashed us all in the face, <laughs> which was That's great. That's so true. Um, but I just love that. It's like Adele touches everyone. You can't so escape it.
1: I know. Like my brother like played that song the other day and I was just like, just yes. Just so
0: good. Like I the know. whole country, not the whole country, the whole world comes together. It's I like, Adele. I wish that listen. they would like
1: blast that over like the satellites and just all like be one. World peace. As- yeah, world peace by Adele.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then the next guy we have to talk about is Liam, whose favorite Christmas song he said was White Christmas. Which I think that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and he said he used to sing it at swing gigs and at pubs and would get ninety pounds, which I thought that's was pretty lot. good. Like yeah, ninety dang, pounds, Liam. It's like a hundred and like thirty, forty dollars or something oh, like that. Dang. Maybe more one hundred fifty. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of money. So that's cool. I wish I was making that kind of money when I was a little kid. I know. Um, and then when he was talking about his Christmas traditions, mm-hmm. he it was very weird. He I know. <laughs> He said he used to go out for curry with his family, like for, for like on Christmas, go out for a curry. I'm- why is that, is that like a British thing? Like
1: people always like say like, oh, let's go out for a curry. Like why is that like a distinctly like British thing to do? I don't do? know,
0: but I don't think it's a British Christmas thing. That's I know. for sure. It just, I, I guess I'll like learn when
1: I'm in England, like what this curry stuff is Madness.
0: all about. Madness. Yeah. He also said he used to go to Florida for Disney World for, uh, or Disneyland for, christmas Mm -hmm. um it's also really random yeah like i don't think i'd enjoy that i'd want to be like in my house like with my own stuff yeah i
1: I, i'm not a fan of like the whole like you know mixing up christmas traditions
0: yeah um and then apparently last christmas jamie oliver sent over a turkey for liam yeah like no one really cooked or something like he just sent over a made turkey like you know you have connections when there's a professional chef providing you with a turkey for christmas dinner
1: i love jamie oliver i was watching a bunch of his um like youtube videos he's Mm -hmm. great you guys should all look him up on uh youtube because like he like collabs with a bunch of like famous youtubers like he's really charming like Mm -hmm. i really like him
0: yeah so that's crazy yeah um he said his favorite number one ever was angels by robbie Williams. Mm -hmm. williams and um, it like started getting him into singing this song and he used to sing it for karaoke a lot. And apparently his granddad used to sing it too. Aww. So it's always cool to hear about what relatives had a good voice because like, then you, cause, like yeah. good voices tend to run in families.
1: Yeah, like I know um, Perry Edwards of Little Mix posted a, pic- or a video of her dad singing. Like, mm-hmm. And I think he's like, at uh, least oh, has a band. I don't know if he's a pro- professional singer, but like, he has a really good voice. So like it's really cool to like hear like the parents yeah. of people you know. Or not know, but know
0: of. Yeah. And he was also talking about Oasis, who apparently just dissed One Direction in the press recently. And he was like, uh, Oasis like led me on to singing too. But uh, <laughs> 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 oh, they just dissed He was us. a good
1: sport about that. I think they've been like... Th- I don't know if they're like kind of... Um, they just like want i'm talking about oasis not liam um Um, just like want more press and just like kind of like rag on like famous singers mm because i think that they were like ragging on like adele like who freaking like has beef with adele Adele. like she's like charming like sweet and like has an incredible voice like Mm -hmm. socially
0: aware yeah freaking adele's the best i know
1: who are you i mean i know who you are oasis (laughs) but like you're not really relevant like you're relevant in maybe like the 90s so like see ya
0: um and then as for christmas gifts Liam was all about giving presents rather than getting them more. I always love giving presents. Me too.
1: That is actually really fun. I know that's a cliche, but like, seriously, I had like... I think that's like the most fun, like yeah. when you give presents. And if you
0: can like find... If you know someone well enough where you know you can surprise them with a gift that they didn't ask for, but yeah. you know they yes. would really want.
1: Yeah, I got my brother like this thing and he like really liked it
0: that was such a good story I know Can it, you tell that one again? yeah
1: um <laughs> no I want to explain what it was because if anyone like wants this to give to like any like fans of like um i don't know like nerdy things i really hate saying that kind of stuff but you know what i mean like more like um science fiction type things like it's called loot crate and it's like this box you get like every month and it just like filled with like all these cool things and this oh, um wow. this what's it called this month was like galaxy themed so they had like um star wars stuff there was like bb8 socks and like this really cool like um galaxy slash like pixelated shirt that he really liked and he like wore it on christmas day and it was like Aww, really cool so he really nice. liked it so yeah
0: yeah I love giving presents
1: Yeah, and like homemade presents are always like really fun to give too Mm
0: -hmm. I made my sister this book of our time in New York together because this past semester because I was at NYU and she goes to school in New York as well we like got to hang out a lot and we took lots of pictures so I made a little like memory book thing of it which was nice Um, and then for Liam's obsession song of the moment he said hotline bling classic classic yep and then louis segment was next louis had the really short segment yeah it was disappointing i know louis and harry both like their segments were way shorter than i feel Niall like they probably Liam. like
1: equaled um, around the same time but harry just talks a lot slower so <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so louis said his favorite christmas song was mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you which is
1: great because that's what i put him as is the Wendy as the one diaz christmas oh songs God. and i was like yes louis like, You're so smart. He listened to talk direction clearly or obviously just, you know.
0: even though this was probably filmed before that recording. <laughs> recorded He just that. gets me. That's yeah. It's like a connection. Yep. Um and then he said, "Me mum always has cheesy classic Christmas <laughs> songs on or whatever." Mm-hmm. I love how he talks like that. I know. I love when me he mom. says me. Me mum. Um and right. he said his favorite number one single ever was Bonkers by Dizzy Rascal. Do Never you heard know of that it. song? Nope. Nope. Um and his favorite band was Green Day. And he said he had the live D V D as a oh. young person and it was like really inspiring for him. Um at like fourteen, fifteen year olds old. Because I know he got into music a little bit late. Like he started doing plays in high school or secondary school yeah. or whatever the equivalent is. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I like and- they did air quotes, but like <laughs> we're on a podcast. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. I feel like this is such a classic, like,
1: fifteen year old boy band. Yeah or like 15 year old band at all
0: yeah and he was saying like it definitely like got your emotions and whatever of what you were feeling then it represented the time
1: yeah I really liked the interviewer like who did all these yeah she was really good do you know who she was Mm, I have no idea god dang I know but shout out to you because she was just like so like nice and like I feel like I'm not sure if they she knew the boys but like she just like seemed like they were just like comfortable and relatable it was just like a nice like chat
0: yeah um, and he said his favorite track was Basket Case, which I don't I'm know that song. familiar with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're doing great here. Thanks, Louie. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, Harry, who said his favorite band was Fleetwood Mac, the Rolling Stones, or the Beatles. Classics. And those are all good. And he say, said his favorite album was probably Rumors, which mm-hmm. is Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And he named two songs, Dreams and Songbird.
1: Uh, I got so excited when he named Dreams because I know it's like a classic, but like, it's so good. That song will never get old. Like, just please go listen to it. Um, I, like, listen
0: to the whole uh, album after that. Yeah, like, after I have to go that do that because
1: it, it's such a it's great... Oh, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. And they were, te- like, they were joking about, which I thought was funny because we talked, I think, on last episode about yeah. getting inspiration from other artists. They were joking about how, like, so many artists today... Like, get inspiration from these three bands that he named, and like Fleetwood Mac and stuff, and how they just like take the songs and change the words a bit. (laughs) And they might get sued, but it's okay. But like, it was in a positive way. Like, it wasn't done in a people shouldn't do that. It was sort of like a. Like people take inspiration from these artists, and I don't know—is that what you thought? Do you think it was mostly positive?
1: No, yeah, and they were just like kind of making fun of like the people who just sort of say that that's what One Direction does. Yeah. Also, it's like cool because like we have always talked about like the influence of Fleetwood Mac and Beatles on Made in the AM that are Mm -hmm. like pretty apparent. So like it's cool because like they do put their own spin on it.
0: Yeah. Um. And then like we talked about when we got the teaser, uh, Harry said his number one single ever was "Thinking Out Loud" by Ed Sheeran because. He did buy Ed the guitar that that song was written on. And then in terms of his Christmas traditions, he said when he was younger, he used to be like the first one up. And now he's the last one awake. And he doesn't have chocolate for breakfast, which I feel like you always need to have a little bit of chocolate. I know. Like, what the heck? What's with that, Harold? And He said he's
1: not like a really big chocolate guy. Though, yeah, but like I'm not a weird. very
0: big chocolate person, but like really I do eat chocolate, you know? Well, I, would, I like like i don't like just plain milk chocolate like i don't like eating that. who are you i know i like dark chocolate though no i know <laughs> <laughs> or like chocolate with stuff but it's <laughs> like chocolate in ice cream form that is the best like chocolate ice cream yes okay <laughs> <laughs> um and then he was talking about chocolate coins and i didn't really understand it completely but he said He's on chocolate coin sabbatical or something. Yeah, he said that they've <laughs>
1: given him some problems in the past, which is literally the most vague thing I've ever At heard. At first, I
0: was like, did you like have toilet problems with it? or like? But then he talked about having difficulty opening them. They are pretty hard
1: to open if you so, don't have like long nails. I was very confused, but yeah.
0: I liked his vocabulary with sabbatical there. He that, just like casually throws it out. Yeah. You know, smart guy, that Harold. So true. Uh, and then he said his ultimate Christmassy song was Pogue's fairy tale of new york by fairy tale of new york i think and i didn't know this one is this like i don't feel I, I feel think like they don't really play it
1: po- like pogues oh and then it's called oh fairy tale yeah
0: that makes more sense yeah. <laughs> anyway i this is like a might song be a they play song. yeah we'll have to more, listen to all these I, songs I did so we listen i listened oh, to did. this one because i wanted to know what it was yeah and there was like some movie going on behind it so i think it may have been a part of a movie or that mm. maybe was just like i don't really know but i don't know this song too well and he's like classic pogues and i'm like okay yeah (laughs)
1: classic pogues
0: (laughs) um but yeah so i really liked those interviews and i wish we could get more of them it was good question i know
1: i really liked that person Mm -hmm. whoever did it her and james corden should be the only ones to interview them
0: um so then we have some more hairy news there has been some new songs that have appeared on the songwriting copyright website website, which is like A.C.E. something we'll link it. Um, but there's we've talked about this in the past. There's a lot of songs that Harry has written before with other people, mm-hmm. but has never like performed or we haven't heard about them. He just has a lot of songs, like 30 songs that he's written that have not gone anywhere. But a couple new songs have come up and what's interesting about these ones, it says performer Harry Styles. Mm. So like when it's a one direction song, it'll say performer one direction or performer Ariana Grande or whatever it is. But this one says performer Harry Styles. So to me that means these songs were written for Harry to perform and even like he's going to perform them. Because a lot of the songs are not even that he has on that site, don't mention a performer even mm. though he's written them. So like, what do you think that means? I think it's very interesting.
1: Also, the timing of this because like all the other songs have been sort of like when One Direction was like still like going on. I mean, they're on a break right now, so um, the fact that like um, this is happening now, and also that he's listed as a performer, like makes me feel that we're probably gonna get these songs over
0: the hiatus. Oh my god! Um,
1: so that's my hope. That's like the biggest dream I have.
0: Yeah, and then some of the titles were endlessly coco which i don't really know i feel like it might be an acronym yes because it was all capitalized C
1: O -O. don't know what it would be do you have any guesses um come kara kara o caitlin o
0: yes that's probably (laughs) it you heard it here first guys um already home um so i thought it could be like you're already home with a person even though maybe you're not home you know that whole like Home is with you, or whatever type of thing. So true. And then the other one is 5,378 miles. And I looked up the distance between London and LA. Yeah. And it said like 5,400 something. Yeah. But I'm guessing it's probably either like a city near that. It's like seems like the right amount of distance. Yeah. And I know Harry spends a lot of time in LA and a lot of time in London. So whether it's from London or from Cheshire or Holmes Chapel yeah. to LA or whatever that's about the distance and
1: i'm sure like either he changed the miles a little bit so it wouldn't be like exactly or it's like to their exact like house or something so
0: yeah so that's cool and very interesting
1: yeah i like that i like how specific that is like Mm -hmm. i can't wait to hear the lyrics on that one.
0: i know i hope we get to i know um and all of these songs that i've mentioned have been written by harry Gary Goh, who's an award-winning, multi-platinum selling songwriter, record producer, composer, and multimedia artist, hmm. who had a debut album called Gary Go in 2009. But he's also produced songs with like Rihanna, Take That, Simply Red, and a whole bunch of other people. And then also with John McDade, who's an Irish singer, songwriter, musician, producer, recording artist, who played guitar and piano for Snow Patrol, the band. And he's also produced tracks for Ed Sheeran, Harry Styles, Karina Round, and other people. So I'm just thinking, like, how soon will we get these songs? Or is this just this random that, like, it... I don't know, that Harry's name is named as the performer? Or, like, are we looking at a solo album possibly to come during break? I know you sort of touched on that, but... Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know. I just, like, feel like... Um, I wonder how far into the writing process these are put onto this website. Like, mm-hmm. are these done? Are they just, like, writing? Are they, like... like have they been
0: produced? Yeah. Have they gone through, like, all the music stuff as well? Yeah,
1: or is it just, like, the really, like, bare bones, like, rough draft version?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I would like to know.
1: I know. I want to know all of this. Like, Me they too. need to, like, keep us updated. But Harry's, like, the least, like, likely to let us know you know like what's yeah. going on
0: and if he does it'll be like in co- code where we can't really understand yeah, black
1: it. and white instagram post of yeah. like
0: some like i don't even know um and i think also interesting to think about is this is their break so does it make sense for harry to put out an album on their break or do you think he would wait like half a year and then start working on it like take a bit of a break or do you think he would jump into something like this you know
1: Um, I don't know. I feel like Harry's the type of guy that always likes to have a project going. Like, I literally can't imagine him just, like, like, kind of doing nothing for a long period of time. Like, I want him to, like, rest. Like, the dude needs a rest. Like, Mm -hmm. please just take some time to just chill. But I could also see him, like, maybe, like working on this a more relaxed um like you know having a more relaxed working schedule with this than they do with one direction because like there's no like set limit of like when this needs to come out like you know it could be like three years from now like he could maybe release a song this over the break but he doesn't have to release a whole album like he doesn't have to release anything like
0: he could do an ep like yeah that would be cool that would be cool um so yeah i just this is interesting and we'll keep you guys updated yeah
1: it is really interesting
0: um also with harry news is he got a new tattoo Mm -hmm. on his right arm and his right arm only had one tattoo on it which said um things i can yeah and he had a matching tattoo on his left arm things i can't but he covered that one up a while ago with a bible and he's covered up a couple of his tattoos and now he has covered the things I can tattoo with an eagle. And it looked like an American bald eagle from what I could see. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. It's weird because now he's moving on to the other arm. Do you think he's going to start working on a sleeve for that one as well?
1: Um. I don't know. I, it's kind of sad. Like I thought he might like save that for like later on in his life when he has like other like kind of, you know, big things. Things, but i guess he still has all his legs to cover but um <laughs> his yeah. back yeah his, his entire face. torso
0: oh yeah. my god his face no. please don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm kind of sad though because i really loved the things i can't and the things i can't tattoos i just loved how like they paralleled each other and yeah how just i thought nice they, were they look. so cool when like, those
0: and like the i can't change i know which he also covered. i know my favorite so
1: sad r.i.p do you think, out for them
0: do you think it's significant like what he's covering things with or is it just like he wanted to cover things or the world may never know
1: um <laughs> the world may never know I feel like with this boy mm-hmm. um unless unless James Corden like forces out out of oh my him
0: my god James <laughs> get on that base. I know <laughs> but um that's cool you know you do you do you Harold yeah you do you
1: it was always fun to like see him have a new tattoo and like debut it.
0: Yeah, everyone gets super excited. Maybe yeah. that's like all the news stories we'll have over break. Every time they get a new tattoo.
1: Yeah, maybe Niall will get a tattoo. Over oh my break. god,
0: I don't want him to. Just like yeah, his pure Irish skin. <laughs> <laughs> um, last news story, which isn't quite a news story, but we just wanted to remind everyone that One Direction is playing New Year's Rockin' Eve this year. So tune in to watch that. It's pre-recorded um but i'm sure it'll still be good
1: yeah and we'll be live tweeting on our um twitter at talk underscore direction so um hit us up if you guys are going to be watching too because that'll be fun because we we live tweeted the last show of the Ultra tour um when that was going on and there was like a live stream so like i that was fun so yeah you know it'd be it fun was. To do it's it always again.
0: good to interact with other fans during like big moments like yeah that.
1: like when they just like get you like yep. it's just great
0: exactly Also, for our next bonus episode that we'll be releasing sometime within the next week, we will be doing a get to know the host. So this is gonna be your chance to write in and ask us questions about ourselves, maybe any opinions we have on pretty much anything, maybe an opinion on something Like un one D related. So like something feministy or something going on in the world or Totally random or like our favorite color or socks or I don't know. Do you have a favorite sock? Is that like a thing? Um,
1: I really like my alien socks.
0: Oh yeah, I like those ones too. Thank you. When you know your friend's socks. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty cool. Um,
1: one D as Kara socks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah. And, or like opinion, like not opinions, questions about ourselves and our lives and like what we're interested in. We just want to like ha- let you guys get to know us better. Um, yeah. Feel free to ask us any questions like that and write in so yeah. that we can plan the bonus episode.
1: Or if you want any advice on anything, cause I'd love to give advice. I think that'd be really fun. Yeah. And we're pretty level headed people. Yeah. I think. We've
0: been through stuff, especially if you're like a teenager, we're both now out of our teens. So like we yeah. know. What it's like to be a teenager. The teen
1: angst, if you will.
0: Yep. Or like college questions or stuff like that. Let yeah. us know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you can contact us at any of our methods. Um, you know, Anon is always open on, um, or Anonymous is always open on our Tumblr. Um, so that's talkdirection.tumblr.com if you want to be anonymous. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. Or tweet us or email us or whatever. And we're going to collect them and answer your questions. Yeah. Um so our main discussion this episode is going to be 2015 year in review. We're going to talk about the biggest moments. I mean, we've pretty much talked about everything or we have talked about everything here. Yeah. But I think it's good to sort of have a countdown and to sum up the year and to look back and like see how we feel about things now that like the year's coming to a close. Yeah. Um so our first, we're going to go, we're going to go from 10 to one. Mm-hmm. So least big story to biggest story. Yeah. And we're going to start with number 10, which is talk direction, which is us starting this podcast. And it's just so weird because the moment, like I had this idea and called Kara, just it seems like a while ago now. to me. Yeah. Like it was a while ago. Yeah. When was it? It was like April, yeah, May April something. of this year.
1: Cause we were like it was almost the end of the school year
0: yeah and we didn't actually get episodes out until July yeah so like it took a while to plan out what we were gonna do but like I remember sitting in this room actually and like coming up with what the name of the podcast yeah. would be and like trying to decide like how we would organize the show like we would do news we would have a main discussion we'd have like tweeted the week different stuff like that And I don't know. It's just so weird. How do you feel about this now that, like, we've been doing it for a while?
1: It's just so crazy because we're almost on, like, 30 episodes. And that's 30 weeks. Like, that's just insane. And I just feel like it's been... Now it's just, like, sort of, like, an integral part of, like, my life Mm -hmm. um, that I can't, like, imagine not doing it. And it's just, like, so fun because, like, I never thought I'd be, like, the type of person who would ever do a podcast because I've listened to podcasts for, like, so long. And, like, I, like, haven't even, like, really written into like my favorite podcast like that's like because I'm just kind of like a shy person I guess and like I'm kind of getting nervous about that kind of stuff so the fact that I'm like literally like doing a podcast and, like co-hosting my own podcast is just yeah. like it's like really crazy because I never thought I'd be like the type of person who'd like um create content like in fandom mm-hmm. um because I've just been sort of like on the sidelines so I don't know i just been you know like a personal development so yeah it's like something cool. you
0: can't even grasp yet yeah. I feel like I just like because right now we're just sitting in this room recording but like you know we are creating content and we have been doing this for a while now we've gotten better at things you know we've learned how to use like the different programs that we have to use to record this and stuff like that I don't know it just it definitely has but now it is a part of our life you know yeah like we spend time doing this every week and like we have a good time and it's just like become a part of our lives which is weird yeah and cool very cool Um, So, our number nine story is the live lounge for BBC Radio 1, which we had never gotten until this year, so that was really exciting. And on top of that, they sung some really awesome songs. I mean, everyone always looks forward to One Direction covers, and um, so they did four or five seconds, which was really exciting. And they also did Torn, which I think was like a big moment, because... Coming down to the end of the year, them playing Torn Again, which was the song that they auditioned at judges' houses with. Um, And they sort of knew that the fans wanted it because, like, hearing them do Torn Again as, like, the five years of One Direction, like, first chapter comes to a close. Yeah. It was just, like, really special. And I don't know. What do you think about the live lounge?
1: Um, Yeah, I think that, like... Um, the biggest moment was definitely Torn. I think that was, like, really exciting for everyone just to sort of bring it full circle. Um, And, you know, like, we have been... Well, the fandom has been, like, wanting a live lounge for, like, so long, and the fact that, like, we finally got in it um, was really exciting, so...
0: Yeah, and I was just... It got me to thinking about how a lot of solo artists do live lounge, and if we were to see Harry or Liam start going solo, is there a possibility of more live lounges like this? Like coming up with them or do you think like another One Direction live lounge I mean certainly when they come back they'll probably do a live lounge right yeah
1: Yeah. I mean I can see that and I could because they're definitely like tight with um, BBC Radio 1 so I could definitely see them like coming back and doing it again
0: I just hope they will because it was really cool and we got all that behind the scenes footage it was like 45 minutes (laughs) of like the warm up that they didn't know people were filming (laughs) which was great um yeah, I like the live lounge. Um so our number 8 story is all the James Corden stuff. I feel like this year James has just like
1: stepped up to the plate.
0: Honestly, he has. Mm-hmm. And it it all started on May 14th.
1: Oh, I thought you're going to say like <laughs> his birthday when James was <laughs> born.
0: <laughs> no. Who knows? May 14th may be his birthday. Who knows? True. Um but when this was about two months after Zayn had left the band. And I remember at this time, we hadn't really heard the boys talk about it. Yeah. It was like they had been away for a while because they had like a month off from tour. Yeah. And we didn't really have live interviews. Like we got some like shoddy like things on the internet from them. But like it wasn't... We didn't really know how they were feeling about Zayn. Mm. And like this was... I remember going, like, this is the first interview. Like, do you think they're going to talk about Zayn? Like, yeah. what's going on? And
1: I wasn't expecting them to. I was yeah. expecting, like, a two-minute interview of them just, like, I don't know. I have no idea. I just was had my lowest expectations. In, and, like, little
0: did we know this would be the greatest interview to... <laughs> of all time. ...touch the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was dodgeball... They were talking about their real feelings the with thigh the thigh tattoo. The thigh tattoo, like, oh my god! Yeah, I just James. I felt like James understood fans. You know, They felt like he was he talked about the no control project. Yeah, you know, he like was coming from a fan's perspective almost. Yeah, um, and that that even continued on with the most recent interview that the boys had with James, where uh, again it was just like he talked. He did with the. Um, what is that the carpool karaoke he talked yeah. about no control again mm-hmm. like he did the fun tattoo roulette game which yeah. my brother watched apparently last night <laughs> he said it was funny <laughs> um, <laughs> good impression there <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah i just feel like it's really it's really interactive when james interviews like he gets the boys the boys are super comfortable yeah i don't know what do you what do you think
1: i just feel like james Gordon i just feel like he honestly is such like a a gifted tv host and mm-hmm. then like when you put that with being like a friend of um one direction and you just like there's gonna be magic that's happening and it really did yeah. and i just feel like he i don't know like the fun segments he does like he just like i don't know he they're
0: actually just, fun yeah
1: yeah exactly um I just props to you, James Corden. This is your year, mm-hmm. and I just can't wait to see what else he does. Just and in general, and we know
0: that they're going to be back on the show when they come back from their break. Oh, like, for sure, that is something to look. Probably forward like
1: their to. number, like their first place, they're going to go.
0: Yeah.
1: And can you believe that the thigh tattoo mystery started and ended this year?
0: Wow! And with James, yeah. right? Like I feel like
1: he wait, brought it about and he closed it.
0: He really did.
1: I wow! I didn't even like think about that. He really brought it full circle. Like he the did. the mystery and intrigue um we've been I feel like one of the first episodes like one of our segments like when we didn't really know like we kind of just like did a bunch of random segments was like um things that we think Harry's thigh tattoo might be like <laughs> yeah. that was
0: definitely one of our segments <laughs> it
1: was. and like I want to kind of go back and like listen to what we thought and now we know what it is it's so. a tiger
0: yeah I want to see jugular. it though yeah I need to see high
1: it. high quality pictures yep, please honestly He's like in a he's in a vaca- or he's what he's taking a vacation in like a really warm place so like you know
0: yeah we need some pics Harold yeah. um, so our number seven story is the fashion that we've seen of course us we talk about fashion a lot we couldn't exclude this I think particularly from Harry and Niall, yeah they have just stepped up their game with the whole fashion thing oh, Nile yeah. like we've seen him in suede boots funky mm-hmm. shirts glasses even and I feel like looking back like now it doesn't seem weird for him to be in suede boots yeah but i remember the first time like seeing him in suede boots was it the drag me down music video or like Mm, that's like when he was that it was
1: slightly before that yeah okay
0: so it was around that time where it was like we were like oh my god he's in suede boots like he's got a fun shirt on like what is this yeah and just like it was shocking
1: it was great i just feel like he it's so crazy like think about like how like what he was dressing like a couple years ago or even like last year he was like sort of like like frat boy type mm-hmm. style which i really it was did always like sporty yeah very sporty um like what louis is into now but like i really just love his like the way he's mixing it up and just like like when he like wore those maroon boots or whatever mm-hmm. purple boots for drag me down and we just like all freaked out and little do we know like, the glasses were to come and that would be the true
0: and the freaking newsboy hat oh my god and classic. the bomber jackets wow he's just done so well
1: yeah And, like, his, um, the suits he's been wearing, like, has, like, little patterns on it. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, really, like, subtle. Like, I just, wow, Niall.
0: Good job. Yeah. Snaps for you. And then, of course, Harry, who, I don't know when he has had this new stylist, but Harry Lambert is his stylist now. And that has just been such a great, like, decision. Collaboration. Collaboration, Yep. And it's just. I don't know. Harry has really, like, taken it to the next level. Like, Mm -hmm. he always wore, like, dad shirts. And he's had his, like, boots for a while now. Mm -hmm. But, like, now we have... Was the gold boots this year.
1: That's what I think so. Because I was on my, like, some of the, like, brainstorming this list. I think it was debuted, like, early this year. Like, February Mm -hmm. or something.
0: Like, wow. Those gold boots. And then he has his Captain America boots. Oh, yeah. And we saw pink boots at one point. Bring those back. Silver boots. Like, he just he's been going quirkier and quirkier and i love it and of course more recently he's been wearing a whole bunch of gucci suits that have flowers all over them he wore um the first one we saw what was it was the first one the white one we saw
1: Um, i think it was i think it might have been yeah i
0: mean we saw some like flower pants leading up to the amas but he wore a totally white floral suit to the amas So then on X Factor, he had a red floral suit, which also looked incredible. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, how do you think Harry's style has changed? Because now it just seems like it's been a really good progression. But, like, I think last year we would have been even more, like, the floral suit would have been a big shocker. Yeah. But now it was a shocker, Yeah. I'm sure, but, like, it felt normal. Yeah. Like, how do you think his style has progressed or, like, what's changed this year? I think
1: he's, like, really into patterns now. Like, I remember that, that, like, brown, like, sort of checkered suit thingy like the triangle suit you know what I mean yeah that was like I think my favorite look from him this year mm-hmm. um and I feel like he's like just really into patterned suits now and I feel like that's like the direction he's taking it. like he used to just sort of like not that the boots aren't like everything to me because they are but like I feel like he's like going even bigger because like you know boots like a statement boot is like pretty It can be, like... I mean, it's a statement, but it's also, like, more subtle than wearing, like, head-to-toe patterns. So, I feel like he's even going, like, more bold. And, like, you know, he dipped his toe with, like, the gold boots um, into, like, sort of, like, crazy fashion. But I feel like he's, like, even... I don't know. I just, like, can't wait to see, like, where he goes from here.
0: Yeah. And I just... I love that he's just sort of saying that guys can be interested in fashion. And, like, it doesn't have to be a thing for women or something. It's, like... And he's also just by doing... Wearing things that aren't, like typically masculine he's very much breaking a lot of the gender norms that is found in like fashion and clothing and stuff and i just really like that
1: yeah and like he's not afraid to like wear a shirt that's like marketed for women or like on websites we've seen like the shirts he's worn like have been worn on like women models so it's it's just like awesome because like you know clothing like you know there isn't like a gender that's like needs to wear like one piece of clothing exactly
0: and i just i love it so much and i feel like he just needs to keep going in that direction because because when you have someone everyone looks up to and like he's yeah and i think especially this year he's seen been seen in the media in a much more positive light oh for sure like what he's doing and stuff and I don't know I just think we need to keep moving in that direction
1: yeah between him like you know destroying sea or like on that quest <laughs>
0: yeah. and then
1: like his like you know fashion choices
0: yeah and he the thing is he doesn't care like you know if you go out in a floral suit people are gonna say things about you yeah but like he doesn't care which know, shows I like it. it really doesn't matter you know yeah. It's not important.
1: Have you seen that post? That's like every time you like wanna, you're like not sure about this risky outfit. Like think like what would Harry Styles do? And I just yes. like love that. Like that's such what a would good Harry saying. Styles do? Yeah, um, God. I know.
0: Um, so how about the other boys? Do you have anything fashiony for them? I mean, Liam stepped out of the box a bit, and Louis, I feel like he's perfecting his like mm. style. Like that's true. I don't know. I feel like
1: Louis, um like he's has worn like his adidas looks all the time but like also like we saw the other day like he had that like cool like scarf and like jacket and like yeah. the olive green sweater so i'm like excited to see like what he does over break and like what he's wearing over mm-hmm. break like that's gonna be cool
0: because now they're like on their own they're left to their yeah. own accord a bit yeah so this and will like, be interesting
1: i just realized like the liam the velvet thing that was mm-hmm. that was pretty out of the yeah box. it was
0: they've definitely like just all stepped up their game
1: yeah it's cool i
0: love it for sure um our number 6 story is the love is love speech which occurred during the Boston on the Road again show and we were there for that one. Oh yeah, so we were. That's exciting. And I guess I just want to preface this by like before this even happened, there was a lot of stuff going on about equality and like being who you are and whatever. I know when marriage equality passed in the US, Harry and Niall both had Instagram posts about it. Um Harry had been previously picking up rainbow flags out of the crowd and waving them about and dancing with them pretty much during every concert. What concert did it start on? Like, one oh, in man. Quebec or in Canada at some point? Did it? I'm And not then sure. I feel like every other concert, he just did it. It was, like, tradition from then yeah. on. Um, which was really exciting to yeah, see. it was. Just because, like, showing your support like that is just really awesome. Yeah. Um... And so at the um, On the Road Again Boston show, he gave the love is love speech where he said and this was coming right after there was an article that was a bit homophobic, like in relation to what Liam had said or not a bit homophobic. It was pretty homophobic. And I don't know. It wasn't on purpose, but a lot of fans were hurt. Yeah, it was just like some ignorant things. That, yeah, it was yeah. it was ignorant. Um, and we talked about that on a past episode. So you can definitely hear about that. hmm. Um, but Harry said, here at One Direction, we like to celebrate love in all forms. Love is love. And, um, we believe that love is something that should be celebrated with open arms. So when there is some sort of celebration, we like to celebrate because it's a celebration. (laughs) So like he got a little bit lost in his words there.
1: (laughs) I feel like that's classic Harry though.
0: Yeah. It was just, I don't know. What did you feel in this moment when we heard this?
1: Um, I just remember, like, grasping your arm and just, like, I don't even know, like, the fact. It just, like, so, like, seared into my brain right now. Yeah. um, Or, like, forever. And it just, like, it was, like, the most beautiful moment because we had no idea that was coming. Like, we we were, like, just hoping for, like, a rainbow flag um, waving. Um, And then this came out of nowhere and, like, it's now an iconic, like, thing in the 1D, um, like, universe. So, man.
0: It was so great. Yeah. Like, just, again, showing his support showing that, like, it's okay to be a sexuality other than heterosexual. I don't know. It was just so awesome. Yeah. And I think that was just pretty big. And I feel like this whole year, just, I think, society in general, but also, like, in the One Direction fandom, there's been a lot of stuff about, you know... Uh, equality and sexuality and being who you are and trying to understand other people's experiences
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, do you have anything else to say about this
1: no but i just think that it definitely deserves a place on this list because yeah. it was
0: honestly very impactful when you have someone that big in the media doing stuff like this yeah because there were tons of articles about it yeah and tons of articles about the rainbow flags being waved yep. around um yeah and it's so good um, then the next one we want to talk about is the No Control Project, which fans put together um, after Zayn left, which there was like some drama about with, with um, Naughty Boy and saying Louis didn't have a good voice and all this stuff. And this sort of came right around that time where fans, No Control was a huge fan favorite and fans wanted to make it a single and got together and called radio stations and bought the song again and radio stations actually started playing it and it got huge press attention. And I feel like we've talked about it a ton, but it should be talked about a lot because it was such a cool movement. Um, And like we participated in it. Like I know I voted for like no control to be song of the summer Mm -hmm. and different stuff like that. And I feel like for me, it was very much like a coming together of the fans after zane left like we sort of needed this to be like no we're still here like you know we're not gonna let this drag us down or whatever and uh, (laughs) um like it was like we're still here we're still supporting the boys like we're gonna do this for them but also for us and just to like show the world that we can yeah and i don't know do you think that this changed the way that people outside of the fandom viewed us or like the boys viewed us um what do you mean by that like do you think I feel like for, like, people recognize more that there was, there was, like, a lot of positive media press yeah. about the No Control Project yeah. and, like, how good the fandom was. Mm-hmm. Like, especially after something so painful as Zane leaving happened. Yeah. Like, it went to show that, like, we're not just silly, like, fan people. Like, you yeah. know? What yeah. do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that's true because it is, like, an, an incredible thing to get to basically um, choose your own, like the fandom choosing your own single and like promoting it, like that's mm-hmm. truly incredible. And I think that, um, uh, I don't know if it was, I don't know. I think they're definitely like the really positive media attention to the fandom, like is pretty, uh, not rare. unprecedented. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a rare, with, especially with One Direction fans. So I think that it's like really cool to see that, um, to see like the fandom's power and like just like, um cohesion I guess like everyone coming together like that recognize it's really cool
0: and I'm sure for the boys it was like very nice to know that we were going to still be there for them yeah because even like they talk now and maybe they didn't talk about it at the time yeah where there was a moment like will the fans still want us if yeah. we don't have all five members yeah and like for us to do that for them at that moment was probably a really like important thing yeah and I think just now going forward the fandom even looking at itself like is very aware of what we can do when we come together and like since the no control project there's been so many more projects Mm -hmm. similar to that Mm -hmm. that like are trying to get the fans to really make like a difference in maybe not just like the charity type of world but Mm -hmm. in like the actual music and have an influence on like what the boys are choosing for singles or like yeah. Which which uh, radio stations pay attention to and what's voted for in different things. Yeah. Um, so I think that's just been, like, a huge moment and will affect, continue to affect, like, what comes after it. Yeah. Um, our number four story is the Drag Me Down release, which happened in August, and it just sort of came out of nowhere, really.
1: Oh, my God, the way you wrote that.
0: <laughs> I did it for your benefit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, so where were you the night of the drop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, um, having my own little dance party. I know we've talked about this before, but like, it's always nice to like relive the past. And
0: we have new listeners. So, so true. So true. Um, I was
1: having my own little dance party too. Um, I remember this very clearly. I, um, I was listening to Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. Um, and then out of nowhere, I got that tweet, you know, um, from Liam um because i have his notifications on and just out of nowhere i think it was like 1 a.m or something it was uh, maybe not i don't know it was it was pretty like it was late in the night though you know in the middle Mm -hmm. of the night and like we just got that and i was just like are you kidding me like i just like remember sinking to the ground just like (laughs) i was not ready for this bought it right away um listened to it and just like like automatically loved it and started dancing to it and just like you know like it's pretty um easy to like know the lyrics to that song so like on the second listen i already like knew the lyrics at least Mm -hmm. to the chorus and like it was just like so man it was just so fun and like um at that time we had like um almost not just started the podcast but it was pretty new and like even then people were like tweeting us and being like how do you feel about this or like just like interacting with like listeners even like when it was that new was like really cool to see
0: Mm -hmm. I remember I was on a plane yeah (laughs) um and I got off the plane and like as soon as you like turn take your airplane mode off or whatever i got tons of texts from kara like (laughs) saying there was a new single and i was freaking out and i was trying to connect to spotify so that i could hear it i was like i don't know i don't know if it was like was it on itunes or it probably was yeah it was but like i couldn't either get it or something and i had to listen on spotify yeah um and i remember standing in line at customs like waiting to like go through and try to get into england because i was going to england at the time and standing in line and, like, having to tell my family, like, don't bother me right now. There's a new One Direction single. Like, I have to listen. And I had my headphones in. And I listened. And I just, like, started smiling. And I was so excited. and Because I feel like before that, we didn't know when we were going to get news about the album, right? It was just, like, completely out of nowhere. They yeah. just dropped it. Like, we didn't know it was happening anytime soon. Like, we assumed there was going to be a new out al- Or we knew there was going to be a new album in the fall. But, like, I don't think we knew... Yeah. anything about when we would see a single. I think they were like
1: kind of throwing us off the trail because they were like oh yeah there might be like we might play a new single like later on in the fall tour or whatever so like oh yeah we'll get one there and we were like really excited about that but then like in the summer like they dropped it and it was like the greatest thing.
0: It was so crazy.
1: Yeah and it was just like such a good single too and I feel like One Direction in the past has sort of had like shoddy um, single choices, if you will, mm-hmm. um, at least in my opinion. But um, Drag Me Down, I think, was just, like, pretty much universally loved. And, like, hearing it on the radio was just so great. It's such a great summer song. Like, yeah. I just was really excited to show everyone, um, like, in my life that song. So, yeah.
0: And do you think it made people view One Direction a bit differently when they heard that, like, people who weren't One Direction fans?
1: I think so. I feel like it's a pretty it's a good song like objectively and i think that like it was a good summer song it was a good i don't know i feel like people definitely liked it
0: yeah and i think also for me it was like this was the first song we got since Zane had left mm-hmm. and it was like okay they're gonna be okay yeah like this is really good they don't need to have zayn in the band to be a good band yeah you know yeah so that was like a relief feeling as well yeah like look at them Um, so our third story third biggest story of the year is the 1d break and this is not like one event or anything because i feel like it was announced bit by bit and Mm -hmm. like over time we heard there were some rumors that one like like, at first it was like complete rumors like one direction is ending or like stuff like that or there's gonna be a break or hiatus and like things got thrown around and we were really unclear as to what was happening
1: yeah that kind of that really sucked because i remember like talking about it on the first couple of podcasts like because it made it seem like one direction was completely like over but they were like doing like such a shady way like the way the press was like pushing it and like even now like wonder like the press likes to push that one direction is completely over just because like it drives the viewers up and like the readers yeah um but yeah i just like um did not like how that was handled really and it was very like um just like rumor fueled
0: yeah and i think because also they were it do- was during the on the road again tour yeah. so they weren't doing promo so we didn't get to have videos of yeah. the boys talking about it we mm-hmm. only heard like random like things in like magazines or like which is always shady which is yeah and and there were like the sun and like these not very like credible credible magazines yeah. so we didn't actually get to hear for them until like promo season in the fall so i feel like a lot of i was very skeptical like i was like this means that they're they're done. I don't think they're going to come back. I think this is the end. Like, I was pretty much like, this is wonder. Like, I hoped it wasn't, but it was like, we have to be realistic about this.
1: Yeah, but then I was on the other side that I was like, um, oh, just like rumors, like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it was just like kind of nice when they just like sort of said it and like laid yeah. it all laid it all on the table.
0: Like, I wish they had announced it themselves and been like, we're going to take not even call it a break, like be like, we're going to take more time to make our next album or like we're going to rest for a year mm-hmm. and then come back because like that's what most artists do. And yeah. I know even coming into the fifth album, Like, we didn't know... I didn't know if it was going to be, like, a greatest hits album. Because I know there were those rumors going around. Oh, my God. That
1: would be awful. Like,
0: greatest hits. Or, like, would there be an album in the fall? I didn't know. Because you don't expect people to put out albums that frequently. Yeah. Like, you never know when people are going to put out their albums. So I didn't know, like, yeah, they followed a pattern for four years. But, like, now Zane had left. And, Mm -hmm. like, what what are they going to keep doing? But, like, I don't know. It was just... So, like, I feel like it was announced very poorly. Um... And it wasn't their fault. It was like the tabloids just took it and went with it. Yeah. But like now I'm feeling a lot better about it. And like when we've talked about it in these past episodes, mm. like it's been pretty positive. Like, yeah, they're coming back. Like they're going to do their own thing, whatever. Um, and I think we're just, it's a lot more positive now.
1: Yeah. And we have a lot to look forward to. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And like we've gotten used to it, you know, it's been a number of months. Yeah. Um, and our number two story of the year is Zane leaving the band? Of course, had to include this one. This was a huge shock. Um, I think it was totally out of the blue, unexpected. No one really thought it was coming. I mean, maybe the boys thought it was coming, but even then, like, I just remember they were on the tour and Zane, like, left for a couple shows and we thought he'd be back. Didn't he say he was coming back, or, like, didn't yeah. the boys say? Yeah. Like, the boys acted like he was coming back. Yeah. Um, I remember they, like, held his spot on stage and, like, had, like, a little space for him mm-hmm. but like when, when he wasn't at a show. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, rumors started to fly, and, like, where was Zayn? But he was always, it was always like he was coming back. Because he's done this before, where he's, like,
1: um, like left for a couple of days for, like, whatever reason. Like, yeah. I remember on the Good Morning America one when he was, like, sick and, like, wasn't there. So, like yeah, it wasn't, like, anything, like, out of the blue. Like, it wasn't, yeah. like, any it hadn't ever happened before. Right. So, just, like, oh, okay,
0: Zane's, like, leaving
1: for a couple of days. Like, that's fine. Like, whatever. Yeah.
0: And then I get a text from Kara that Zane <laughs> has left the band. I, it would be interesting to go back and look at those texts. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. We should definitely try to do that.
0: Wow. Where were you? <sighs> On the night of the murder.
1: Um, I was um, in my bed about to take a nap, scrolling through Twitter. Um, Big mistake. Like, (laughs) I feel like that always happens, like, when you're trying to fall asleep. But I just remember seeing it, and I thought it was a joke, Um, but it wasn't. And um, clearly, I didn't, like, nap. Um, And... Yeah, and it was like it was crazy. This happens again, like where you can't talk because like she was at the doctor's office. Well, yeah. I'm sure you'll you'll say. Um, so like Caitlin couldn't talk, and like I had to like run and go tell my friends. Like th- like they understand. Like they're like you know casual One Direction fans, but like. You, they're not gonna understand like they're not gonna be able to talk to me on the phone for like two hours like Caitlyn did and like understand like every single detail and like talk about what this means in every single aspect yeah um so I'm glad that Caitlyn's a One Direction fan because it just like gives me someone to talk to and like understands like everything um but yeah March 25th was a fateful day and um I feel like um uh well before we get into that how we feel about it now um why don't you say what you were doing
0: yeah i was on the way to the doctor's office and i was in the car with my mom and i know i got the text like when we were like two minutes away and then we pulled into the parking lot and like i'm trying to deal with this and i like (laughs) trying to hold it together my mom's like caitlin we're about to go into the doctor's office you cannot cry right now like i know this is really hard for you but you got to keep it together then we went up to the doctor's office and i know i called my sister or something and Mm -hmm. i just like was really trying to keep it together but like a little tears some tears escaped yeah it was like really hard and then as soon as i got home i called kara and we talked and talked and talked about everything yeah and i wish we had that phone conversation recorded or something it would be painful to listen to but like
1: our real raw emotions it's really
0: interesting yeah Um, and
1: I'm sure we would have talked for longer but I remember I had to do homework for like a class that I had that night so (laughs) um
0: yeah yeah but oh my god that was crazy yeah so it was so shocking and the whole fandom was like like completely like oh my god what is going on and I remember like we got, like, a Facebook message, but it wasn't really clear what was happening. And it was
1: clearly not written by either Zayn or The boys. Yeah. It was just, like, the most stock, like,
0: mm-hmm. thing I've ever, like, heard in my life. And and then, like, I don't even know what day, or it was multiple hours after that we even heard from one of The Boys on Twitter. And yeah. that was from Harry, from who Harry, said, yeah. all the love as always. Yeah. Which happens to be the most retweeted tweet of 2015. <laughs> um, And, like... I don't know. It just, there was a lot of unclarity. Is that a word? Inclarity? Unclarity? Um, who knows? <laughs> but like, it was like, what is going on? And I
1: don't yeah. know. Um, but I just remember like waking up like the next day. It sounds so like lame, but I feel like you guys will understand me. Um, just like sort of like it didn't feel real. And it yeah. just like, um, I don't know. It just like,
0: it doesn't set in. Like, yeah. It and sink in. there's
1: just, like a hole in your heart mm-hmm. and you know, half a heart without using, um, in that moment. <laughs> Um, but now it's been nine months, as it says on the Google Doc. That's crazy amount of time. Like, yeah. thinking about it, like, March is in the beginning of the year. Like, that's really early on, man. I like, know. Really early on. And um, how are you feeling now? I feel like we've had our ups and downs. Um, with Zane. We definitely have. Yeah, and I feel like we're not – me and Caitlin are on different pages, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but that's okay, you know. Um, we, we
0: bring diversity in that way to the yeah. podcast
1: yeah and like I feel like my mood just like kind of can swing a lot of different ways when it comes to Zane. because like I was looking through my like blog archive and like seeing like when um Zayn left that first day and it was just like all support and just like
0: mm-hmm.
1: just so much love for him and I don't know it's just like so weird because it's so hard to like look back on like past things with Zane and just like see remember how you felt about him like like i don't know like a year ago or something and then just like how like things have gone up and down and like you know like um we love like one direction so much and like the fact that they're like one direction and zane aren't on the best of terms sort of makes me feel sad um in a lot of different ways and it just i mean i don't know um i don't know i i still like don't know how i feel about zane i i still do support him and i wish him the best and obviously i want him to be happy um but there's just like a piece of me that you know feels a little
0: yeah I think I'll always feel disappointed in the way he left and when he left and how he did it and like all the stuff that went on between One Direction and him yeah and just the way it was handled and like the stuff on Twitter all the Zooey drama and stuff that happened will definitely always make my heart hurt because first and foremost One Direction comes first for me and like I understand he had his reasons for doing for leaving and I get that and he has to find his own happiness but whatever he didn't do it in the best way and I think that's what is most upsetting to me and I don't know I'll always like want him to be happy and I'm going to listen to his new album and all that and but I like I'm kind of over it you know like I'm saying this and it's like rehashing it a bit but yeah. like I've definitely he's not a part of one direction to me anymore yeah. like that's not how i see it it's weird thinking it's about like that. It's, it's been so nine weird. months and like i'm kind of used to it it's, or i'm very much it's used like to our it.
1: like new normal and it just like seems so normal at this point that it's not even like a, it seems weird to think that zane was once in one direction yeah. if that makes sense even though like i'll always cherish you know the memories i have um with zane <laughs> in one direction and just like it's so sad because like ot5 was just like everything and just I don't know. I'm sure, like, when we watch um, This Is Us, like, watching it will be, like, really hard. Because, like, you know, like you just kind of think of Zane as, this, like, this, like, f- concept, really. Yeah. And, but, like, thinking of him as, like, you know, a person and, like, his relationship with the boys, like, I don't know. It's just, like, going to be, like, really painful to, like, watch and yeah. just, like, see that, like, things have really changed and, like, they probably aren't on the best of terms and just, like, I don't know, like, um, uh, it's not, it's, like... Thinking of like times that you've had like with friends, if like imagine like kind of being best friends with someone for like that long and then like just kind of like breaking it off and like not being on good terms, like that would be so painful. Like, I just like, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine it. Um, and that's what makes it painful.
0: Yeah. Um, but, but you know, things are moving in a positive light. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, One Direction seems happy, he seems a lot happier. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we have to stay positive about it. Yeah. That's true. So moving into our last final story, the biggest story we deemed for 2015 was the Made in the AM release, of course. And I feel like like I said earlier in the beginning of the year I like didn't know what this album was gonna be like like when Zayn left like what's going on well once Zayn left the boys were like we're having an album like yeah. we're gonna write this album it's gonna be awesome I remember
1: that was like one of the that was the first tweet Louis did like yeah. tweeted after he's like we're gonna like we're working on making the best album yet which is yeah. like Shade and at Louis or like <laughs> yeah. Shade at Zayn yeah. that's not even Shade that's like direct like yeah
0: direct but it was attack. interesting because like before that I was like what's even happening with this album like yeah. when are we getting it like wh- what's the deal Yeah. And and then so like this album, while it came out in November, it's been like building up all across the year. So it just makes it a really big story. And just like slowly finding out like who's collabing with them. I remember finding out when Ed was not writing a song Mm -hmm. on this album. And like, I don't know, when Drag Me Down was released, when um Infinity was released, and like slowly like hearing the songs and being worried like what the sound was going to be like yeah. and I don't know just the whole build up to it was so interesting and like made it such a big part of the year especially because we had the podcast to talk about yeah. all of that so it like made us really go into every new story we heard about the album
1: mm-hmm.
0: what do you think like how do you feel about it as a as a year-long thing
1: I think that it's like great and I like that we put it as number one because it's like the most one of the most positive things that came out of this year I'd say and it's just like such a solid album and I feel like it just kind of like solidified the fact that they are a good band like even if it's just the four of them like they're a solid you know Mm -hmm. um a solid band and um I liked how like we kind of like dragged it out in a good way not in a bad way but like um you know like saved like savored songs like over a couple days and like we had like I don't know, it was just, like, such a fun time, like, waiting for the album, then when the album came out, and, like, hearing everyone's, like, reactions to it, yeah, and, like, just, like, I don't know, it was just, like, such a fun time, and it still is, like, to, like, listen back to it, and I was, like, thinking, because, like, um, when I was listening to it, like, I love when you, like, sort of, like, start to like wear in an album and sort of just like get to know it and you just like sort of anticipate like what song's coming next That's like i love favorite. that feeling i love that feeling because like yeah a new album's like really fun but then like when you get to know the album like the ins and outs and like all the weird sounds that are in the backgrounds like it just like also such a like nice thing and
0: you and i haven't even listened together that much I know. honestly yeah like we need to go on some road trips this this break yeah i.e go to goodwill i know <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> road trips yeah um that was an air quotes by the way yeah um <laughs> but yeah I really think it's been such a good thing for this year mm-hmm. it like made everything so much more positive and like reinforced One Direction as a band and because it was so much about the band's history and like uh-huh. the f- <laughs> the support of the fans and like coming together after like challenges just like the story of the album yeah like it made it even more special and like history being such an important Ugh, song yeah. to the fans um And just, I think it's just been so good. And I feel like we still have a music video to look forward to in some capacity. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully, yeah. It's just been, I don't know. And and it really seems like a stepping stone onto the next era of One Direction. It leaves, like, sort of an open door to see what they're going to do next, you know?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that, like, they can only go up from here, I think. And, like, they really are getting into, like, their groove and, like, their Mm -hmm. music, their sound.
0: Yeah. And I feel like all of them really like the music they've made. Like, I know that was one thing about Zane said, like he didn't really like the music he was making. It wasn't his type of music, but I feel like the boys are making the music they really like. And that shows with like the inspiration, like where they get it from, you know, Harry was just talking about Fleetwood Mac in that Mm -hmm. interview we discussed. Like it's really, they're making good music and they're making what they want to. And I think that makes the best type of music. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, that was our top 10 2015 stories. It's I feel been a like crazy year. It really, it really has. This has been, like, such a huge year for One Direction. Yeah. I want to say the biggest year. Biggest year yet. It honestly has been. There's been a lot of downs and drama, but there's also been a lot of highs and good things that have come out of it and, like, coming together after, Yeah. you know, hard hard times. I feel like the lowest lows and the highest highs have happened this year. They really have. Um. So now... I have a little poem that I wrote Kara Kara so has not heard this yet it's exclusive to talk direction exactly right now. and I don't want you to read along so okay. don't look I won't but I wrote a um a version of the night before Christmas or the, twas the night before Christmas how yeah. does it go you don't have to do that um but so this is about One Direction so this is called twas the night before the 1d break is this sad? No, it's happy. Okay. This is, this is like, fictional, so. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I think I had to disclaim that.
0: Well, my sisters were like, wait, is that real? <laughs>
1: oh, okay.
0: Okay. Twas the night before the 1D break, when all over the globe, not a fan was stirring, not revealing their woe. The rumors were hung by the media with care, <laughs> <laughs> yet fans hoped One Direction would always be there. Oh. The fans were all nestled, all snug in their beds, while visions of twirling Harry danced in their heads, and Louis in his skinnies, and Niall in his cap. They had just settled their brains for a 1D break nap. When on the YouTube scene, there arose such a clatter, fans sprang from their beds to see what was the matter. Away to their computers, they flew like a flash, tore open their Macs, and clicked open their dash. YouTube loading in a new tab freshly opened gave the fans a shock, leaving them frozen. There was Nyler on the face of a new YouTube channel wearing his newsboy hat in a horse-covered flannel. With a little Irish charm and a mumbled chubby bunny dialogue, the fans knew in a moment it must be a vlog. More rapid than ticket sales, his videos, they came. He filmed and collabed and found YouTube fame. (laughs) now sydney now london now madrid and austin on lisbon on manila on tokyo and boston to the fan fiction writers to those who do draw now dash away one d break sadness dash away all as fans settled in to watch niall so pleased who does appear but louis on x factor just as he teased so on the onto the tellies and live streams fans flew to watch louis simon and nick judge someone new Though Louis was fair, he was, his, he was still his own cheeky self, and fans laughed and appreciated their new non-1D wealth. As Louis mentored his people and worked this new job, fans soon realized that this 1D break was not really a prob. <laughs> <laughs> and let's not forget Liam. He is still a busy bee. Writing new songs, collaborating with Kanye and Jay-Z. Yes! (laughs) A a lot of falsetto on his EP on iTunes. And he looks so happy doing exactly what he wants to do. His eyes how they twinkle, his dimples how merry, his cheeks still like roses, of course it is hairy. Fans stick to their screens like moths in the night to see what the break brings from Harold's rainbow light. He compiles the songs he has written for years, made with band-loving smiles and home-missing tears. His music is folky and loopy and has trumpets galore. Sad fans' hearts warm up and their spirits soar. Fans thought they'd be deprived of his crooning voice for so long, but now everyone is singing along to his lovely new song. On the 1D break, Harry can be who he wants to be and float through the world like a free-rolling sea. Niall and Liam and Harry and Lou have promised to come back after a year or two but during this break we shouldn't be sad because honestly what could they what they get up to could never be bad the boys will see family rest and recuperate but also fans will see what each boy as an individual can create so as we ring in the new year and begin the 1d break happy 1d break to all and to all a good wait. That is so good. Oh
1: my God, Caitlin. Thank you. Oh my God. That is literally the best thing I've ever ingested with my ears. That is the the (laughs) worst way I could have ever said that. Oh my God. How long did that take you to write?
0: Um, I don't know but it took me a while
1: did you just like have it in your mind and you just like wanted to do it like what like, i don't know. what was inspiration behind this
0: i don't even think i was thinking for it a it that long i was just like let's do it
1: That's and then i did it literally the greatest thing i've honestly ever heard in my entire Thank life you, you Thank have you. talent you know oh. i hope one sees that that'd be so great and i hope niall definitely does do um a, like a vlog YouTube. channel like,
0: oh, man that'd be he the dream be a great man youtuber yeah that's just supposed to like spark some hope as to what we could see. Like, I feel like we're saying they're taking a break, but it's like One Direction's taking a break, not the boys. Like yeah. each individual boy is not just like, yeah, they're going to take a break to see family, but it doesn't mean they're stopping their jobs completely. It just means they're not all four working together.
1: I want someone no? to illustrate that poem and like oh. make a children's book out of it.
0: If you're an illustrator and you want to illustrate that. Please.
1: Oh my God. Getting contact with us. Yes.
0: Maybe we should post it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how much uh, time do we have? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we're still good. We're still good? Yeah. So can we still do all of this? Yeah, might as well.
0: Okay. Um, okay, so now moving on to announcements. Kara, do you want to talk about the survey? Sure, okay. So we're doing a giveaway. And um,
1: we've announced some of the prizes. Some of them are still, you know, um, hidden in the shadows. Um, and... Um, The way you enter this. Oh, the prizes are like uh, 1D related, obviously. It's like from fan shops and fan artists. And it's really cool. Um, And the way you enter, it's open internationally. I'm doing a terrible job of this. It's all over the place. Okay, so it's open international. So anyone can enter. um, And you enter by taking our listener survey, which is linked on our... Tumblr our Twitter our Instagram bio just anywhere you can find us it will be there Um, and Take the survey it will take like five to ten minutes Screenshot the final page and then you can um, Either what you can either email to us. You can send it to us on um, Tumblr submit you can tweet us you can Instagram us Instagram the little like the little inbox thing if you don't have any other social media um and so yeah, we it would be really you know help us out, and like you guys get an awesome prize if you win. And there's you know there's not much competition. That's what I have to say. Like because um, it's not like YouTube like giveaways where there's like thousands upon thousands. Like there's might be like a hundred at most, um, and it'll be open for a while longer. So you know, get your get your submissions in.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. And then our other announcement <laughs> is we're trying to put together an episode about marginalized groups in the fandom um and that means it could be gender sexuality class race um etc and we just want to have personal experiences from our listeners so that we can try to best like because Kara and i can't represent everyone in the fandom obviously so we want to really hear like personal stories from listeners about your experience um as someone in the fandom whether you found support whether you found prejudice like how what what being in the fandom has changed your views of different things mm-hmm. um, so any of that make sure to write in to us and let us know your own experience because that's what's gonna be key to the episode where we talk about this stuff yeah um, so now moving on to feedback we got an email from Emma who said um, in episode twenty-seven, we were talking about poinsettias. <laughs> Said that poinsettia leaves are naturally red, and the middle, and red, and the middle is the actual is actually the flower. So, Kara, what's up with you thinking that they're fake and telling everyone that?
1: I swear, I heard that. I'm gonna go like fight my dad now. I'm not <laughs> kidding, <laughs> but. Um, this like quelled all my fears because I thought that they were just like a sham and a fake and like we like a had Christmas a really sham. hard time yeah like grasping this <laughs> I feel like our like our childhood was broken and yeah. like we can never go back to the innocence but this like really quells my fears so thanks for writing in Emma and like you know I'll have to go tell my dad that he like told me and now all my listeners a lie <laughs> um so I'm sorry for propagating lies I don't know if that's the right word way but to be yeah no, just kidding. I'm so sorry Wait,
0: um then we have another message from camilla or at camilla Ness on twitter who said um uh, in terms of our discussion about the bbc music awards i'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a celebration of music first and then an award show second i attended the first one in london last year and it felt like it felt more like a huge concert celebrating the year in music with a few added awards to celebrate a few artists who made a big mark um, if you watch it they do a lot of segments discussing music and artists chatting with radio DJs and other artists making it come across a lot more substantial than a lot of other award shows where the main draw seems to be who wins I didn't watch this year but I haven't researched anything but that's the impression I've gotten um, and then in terms of them performing drag me down uh, they said them doing drag me down is likely because that was the song that was biggest on the radio over here this year out of all their singles. And as far as I can remember, the last remember, last year all the artists did their biggest hits. That makes sense. I'm not normally a fan of award shows, but I really like this one. And the Brits, which I attended in twenty fourteen. So I guess I'm into the British ones, but that's not really relevant to anything.
1: I definitely agree. I feel like the um, British award shows are more interesting and entertaining than American ones. Like, I feel like American ones really are just so boring. Like, you
0: have to, like mute it when anyone's giving a speech like i cannot listen to people giving speeches but then like
1: the things in between speeches when they try to do like awkward like skits and you're just like literally i rather like yeah not be here in my body i've said that so many times (laughs) but like i rather not be watching this
0: yeah i love this clarification thank you camilla or Camila. yeah um this was good
1: yeah that is really cool to know
0: because we're not british
1: yeah And we know nothing.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. Now moving into our recommendations. My recommendation this week is for everyone to go check out um, some of our Twitter friends. uh, Their podcast, Tune Muses. um, And we'll link it in the show notes. But they put together a playlist, Best of 2015. So different songs from 2015 that they have enjoyed And they put them together in a playlist, and it's not like just the regular like radio hits. There's a lot of most of his songs I either hadn't heard before or like hadn't heard a lot, weren't super popular. So if you're looking for a good way to find new music, that's an awesome way to do it. And they just their podcast in general is super funny. So go listen to that as well. Yeah.
1: So my recommendation is Cards Against Direction, and it's a it was created by official official jeff Payne, i think it's jeff but it's just spelled really strangely um i think that's like uh liam's dad's name um geoff yeah that type of spelling. yeah (laughs) or or like geoffrey but it's actually jeffrey yeah um anyway so they're a tumblr user and they created this really cool like one direction completely one direction themed cards against humanities and um i don't know if you guys know what that is but it's basically like apples to apples except like uh,
0: adult version. Adult
1: version. So yeah. if you're
0: younger than seventeen,
1: yeah, I would yeah. say seventeen and up is like what the demographic is, because these are pretty, you know, risque, if you will. Yeah. Um, but it's really fun and it's free, so I'll link it. Um, just go to cardsagainstdirection.tumblr.com and then there's um, a download link and um, we're going to be playing this on New Year's Eve, which I'm really excited for. Um, it's just going to be us and like our friend Olivia and she's really, she's going to hate us for this, really. <laughs>
0: she gave us, she told us once when it's just the three of us hanging out, it could be problematic because Kara and I will only talk about One Direction and she doesn't have one of our other friends to like make faces at and like talk to and try to like reel us in. So yeah. Sorry, Olivia. I
1: know, um, but that's that's how the Sucks cards just suck. The cards fall.
0: Yep. I don't good know if one. that's a
1: thing, but um, oh ha! I didn't even realize <laughs> that sort of <laughs> good one, Kara. Um, anyway, so yeah, definitely go check that out if you guys have like you know friends that you want to play that with because it it, can be, it seems really fun. I haven't printed out all the cards, so I haven't read all of them. So um, be aware. Just be aware that these are pretty, you know. Um, for adults, yeah. The fact that we're adults really freaks me out. Oh my god, out.
0: not real adults. When did though. we become adults? Never.
1: I'm still two years old. Me too. Okay. Tweet um, of the
0: week. <laughs> yeah, tweet of the week. This week I have two. My first one comes from Louis's mom at Johanna Darling, and she tweeted 24 months and 24 years heart, and there are two pictures: one of Louis at 24 months old, and one of him smiling at. 24 years old like is that from 20 I no he's, he's 23, 23 so picture. joanna I'm
1: getting your facts i'm kidding <laughs>
0: um,
1: it's still so cute it's just
0: two pictures of smiley Louie and putting them next to each other just so weird to see him like how he's grown up or whatever
1: and his hair's so light he looks blonde yeah
0: interesting it is very interesting but good stuff i love mommy tweets i know so beautiful so proud mommy tweets yeah the best Um, And then my second one comes from Louie's younger sister, Felicity or Fizzy or at Fizz on Twitter, (laughs) who said, it's more socially acceptable to hate yourself than to love yourself. And I think that is so sad. Um, She's just really killing it in the social like awareness tweets stuff. Everyone should go follow her because she's like a young person who's very much in the know. And it's great to hear what young people are saying and thinking and yeah aware of and she seems pretty on top of a lot of things that are going on
1: yeah I love that she said this because I think at her age I was definitely in the um self-hate camp and I like I don't know I just didn't realize that there was like another way to live and now I'm very all about like loving yourself and being positive and I just feel like if you can embrace it at such a young age it's so awesome and your life is going to be a lot better yeah um so that's really awesome that she like understands at like at what 15 16. So yeah. yeah, if I if I had that like mentality at that age, that would be great, but mm-hmm. I have it now, so, you know. Good. That's good too. Um so my tweet is from Nile and he said, "Currently enjoying doing nothing." What? "Currently really enjoying doing nothing." dot 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 dot. Just chilling out for a while is good. Period. Space period. Um <laughs> I really like it because I really like that Niall's just hanging out, doing nothing. Um, I'm really happy that he's getting his rest, and I really like his um, punctuation, as always. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: That's cool. It's, like, nice to see. He's, like, I want to be in contact with the fans. Let me tweet something, like, about my break. Yeah. Just good to have that little check-in.
1: We haven't gotten um, any tweets or any Instagrams of his, like... um, his tv yet though so no. i'm pretty surprised that that we haven't been hit with one of those
0: <laughs> i'm sure it'll be coming soon i'm
1: really with exciting. all the
0: sports he's tweeting about there's going to be a, a, an insta of some sports game going on yeah
1: and just like a really blurry picture that you can't even tell what's going on yep tbt
0: um so our question of the week this week is what was your favorite big iconic one direction moment of 2015 like do you have a story from one of the top 10 we talked about or did we miss something because i'm mm. sure we could have missed yeah. something big or Something just didn't fit into the top 10. But let us know. And then also, just general feedback and suggestions anything you want us to talk about over the 1D break, main discussions you might want us to talk about, songs you want us to hear us dissect next, um, anything like that. Feel free to write in about news stories or whatever. Um, and then that's pretty much it. But thank you for listening to episode 28 of Talk Direction. Oh my God. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at talk direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our website, talkdirection.tumblr.com for the show notes and links to what we've talked about on this show. Follow us on Instagram at talkdirection or follow us individually on Twitter. I'm Caitlin IR Foster and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you?
1: I'm Kara underscore pond and Kara is with the C.
0: And then also head over to iTunes and make sure you subscribe over there so that you can get the newest episode every time we release it. And we're doing bonus episodes that have been released at random. So it's good to be subscribed so you know when you're going to get one of those. And then you can also follow us on SoundCloud if that's what you prefer. Um, so yeah, go ahead and do that. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 29. Bye!